When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Episode of Horror Movie Night. We're trying to do uh, an episode live on YouTube. It has been uh, an 11 minute train wreck so far. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. I should go to the right notes that I have. Uh, so the first thing that we're going to be discussing on this live stream is a movie from 1991 called The Curse. Blood sacrifice. Oh, damn it! Curse Dude, three. I, I like the sacrifice. fact that you're like oh, it's from 1991, and then I re- and you're, I was like, yes, it's the other one. And then you're, I remember you saying yesterday that they're from the same year. <laughs> damn oh it. man! So, Brian, you pick this. I can't put any blame on you though. I was forced to pick this. <laughs> you guys have my arms in a in a in a, in we, a knot. We, so we found so you see above me an image and we saw that image and said Fuck there's yeah. no way that there's no way that the curse three could possibly be a bad movie. Well no, no, no. We knew that it was gonna be bad. We just knew that it was gonna be our kind of bad. But it's not. It's no. not at all. It's, it's just, just a bad slow. Movie. It's basically like an hour and fifteen minutes of a lifetime drama about a woman who has a stillborn child in her womb and a bunch of racial undertones. And then you get five minutes of a monster and the monster doesn't even look good. I was expecting some fucking, you know, merman from monster squad up in this bitch, but no, 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 not none of it. So I will say this movie has one of the most concise IMD plot descriptions I've ever read. Um, And it just said, in 1950s Africa, a tribal magician calls up a demon to kill Europeans. Do they not know what anything is? <laughs> they don't know anything. No. A tribal magician. <laughs> See, if they had watched it, they'd me? know that it's called a Niyogo. Niyoga. Niyoga. 
If they Neo didn't Geo. Love it, they could say a witch doctor. A that's witch what doctor. they could say instead of a tribal magician. Because that sounds cool. <laughs> that sounds like a guy with not a lot of clothes pulling rabbits out of his hat. And I would pay to see that. Hey, Brian, I think we figured out our next business venture. <laughs> tribal musician. Magician. Wow. So did your guys tribal copy musician. have... Did your guys' copy have a different name listed when the movie's credits uh, came up? It's also called Panga. Panga yeah, that's what like that's that. what the Blu-ray says, even though the, the case says uh, Curse 3 Blood Sacrifice. Let's try to summarize this movie. Cause... Here, Matt, I can summarize this movie for you in like two sentences. Oh, I mean, I had the one sentence in 1950s Africa. It's yeah, well, I can... called up okay. a demon to kill Europeans. So two more sentences. How's that? So, <laughs> okay. So we get like a lot of racism. Like this movie was right out the gate delivered and or delivered. This movie was uh, released in ninety one. But do you know uh, what the holdup was, or like it was somebody else's script or something? Did you read up on that? No, I Scott. This movie is the first movie that I think we've watched that has no IMDb trivia, nor has anyone bothered to make a wiki page for it. <laughs> <laughs> good because this movie is really really dumb it is a waste of our time like i don't our time is worthless but this was still a waste <laughs> you know and i could be wrong but i i thought that youtube in order to count as a view you have to watch the whole video pretty much and this has 2600 views on youtube and for a youtube video that's not a lot but for this movie that's a lot when we what, what movie was it that we watched and it had like seven views or something like that? I think oh. that was Slashdance. Slashdance, Slash Dance. yeah. It, and we were three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Slash. I would watch Slashdance, which is also a pretty slow piece of shit. I would watch that ten times over before I even sat through the first ten minutes of this piece of shit. Like, this movie is one of the least entertaining films we've watched for the show. This is in over four years, like before Brian even came along, like at least Terror Tunes, which is still ranking number one worst film that I watched, that I have been, that I've suffered for art for this podcast. Um, <laughs> Art's a word. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a movie. But uh, the thing about Curse 3 is that it's so boring. It's like yeah. even fast forwarding it. Like, I mean, I finished this movie in a half an hour and that was still a half an hour too long. <laughs> so, I was hoping there would be more monster, but there's literally two, two shots of the monster and it looks like garbage. Like that's not even a good rubber suit. No, but it's still the only really, truly good thing in the movie. Um, yeah. And that's what I'm saying is it's so bad that the best thing gets two shots of it. Yeah. I like the old lady. I did like her. Just a few of her lines, but so other than that, I didn't really care for the movie. I liked. Uh, do you know any? Uh, do you know any scary monsters with sharp teeth? No, but I know little monsters with sugar teeth. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then they have this scene where the little girl feeds the dog a cookie, and I think that there's going to be something that comes of it. But it's just to introduce that the dog exists for a later scene in the movie. Like, Yeah, and also, I have notes about that. Don't you feed Mr. Tibbs chocolate chip cookies, you dumbass kid. Dogs can't eat chocolate. Yeah. I don't care if that's an outside dog. One, you're putting that dog at risk. And two, it's going to have the sugar shits. So, literally, no win-win here. Like, and have you ever fed a dog a cookie? They pee out of their butt for a day. <laughs> Unless it's Oreos, because it's not real chocolate. So let's... Even the sugar is going to make them pee out of their butt. 
So I do have to say, like with this movie, I there was a scene, there was a couple scenes actually back to back that gave me a whole bunch of like crazy what the fuck is happening here. So there's a scene at the beach that is just so. Drawn oh, when out. they're when they're fucking before that, the scare on the beach is so drawn out and elaborate for this guy to just be like covered in seaweed. Oh, oh, the guy when he's cosplaying humanoids from the deep. Yeah, that guy. Like that. That's scene, Robert. Yeah, that scene. She's sitting there. And it's just like, dum, 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 dum. And it's just like the, <laughs> like whatever, like the creature's breathing noises are. And then it's just him caked in seaweed to scare his girlfriend into. Where'd he get all that fucking seaweed in South Africa? I know. Listen, there's a lot of questions about this movie and, and yeah. their understanding of where people are located. Um, so they start having sex. And at the so my first note was that this actress is wearing a bathing suit that screams "You're not paying me enough to show any skin," but then she ends up topless. But then she anyway. gets naked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was I was confused by that. She ends up a topless corpse, even. Yeah, mm. and then her sister also ends up topless, and there's a lot of nudity for this movie because like to be so boring. Yeah, there's it's n- so boring. There's no there's really no script. There was no financing. It feels like this wasn't like an expensive movie. So like. I don't know how we could. I think that we probably spent about as much making our pilot. <laughs> this, yeah, this director. This is the only movie he's directed, but he was the editor of Return of the Jedi. What? Yeah. Do you think that he used all of his money from Return of, Return of the Jedi for this movie, and then it sat in production hell for ten years? <laughs> <laughs> well, the people who wrote this movie never wrote another movie again. So good. Yeah. Good. good. Fuck yeah, them. It's a bad movie. Even the the, the like. So when they die, when the girl dies, I just feel like it was like 45 minutes of nothing and boringness. And then five minutes of three deaths, like boom, boom, boom. Then boring. And then monster. And then that was about the whole movie. But also, like, this movie is super racist because, okay, let's just give it the benefit of the doubt and say that it was only in production hell for like four years. Distribution hell. So let's say it got made in like 86, 1986, doing a 1950s period piece monster movie, sort of. But there's like super racist voodoo shit going on where all of these caricatures, like I thought that I was watching Ace Ventura when nature calls because (laughs) he's like, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like got white paint all over his face and I, I don't think they paid any of the black people enough to be such horrible caricatures of native African people that I just, Oh my God, yeah. I really, I can't get past it. Yeah. This movie. And then, yeah. um, um, let's get to the actual killings. Cause that's like the only thing that's really worth. I, well, before we get to that, I just have to point out some hypocrisy here. Okay. She gets yeah. literally hysterical. She goes, she has a, a fit, a shit fit. Over this goat being sacrificed. Where do you think her fucking steak comes from? You know that bitch isn't vegetarian. And so she's out there like being upset about one goat. Like why is she so upset about a sacrificial goat? Because you know they're going to eat that animal. It's not like Africans in 1950 are like we raised this animal for six months and we're just going to throw it away. Yeah. So dumb. Oh man. I just the internal logic of this movie. If you're going to make a drama, at least have a little bit of consistency. Yeah, so what ends up happening... As, I hate this movie. As Scott pointed mm-hmm. out, she stops a sacrificial goat from happening. So the tribal magician uh, <laughs> decides... Do you think he also does um, 
Kung Fu? Possibly. It could be a demon wind thing going on. Um, so he decides to send a curse on them that they're going to be tortured by this demon that comes from the sea. Uh, murders Topanga. Topanga. It, Topanga. <laughs> it murders. <laughs> Man, I could be tortured by Topanga in 1991. Uh, oh, but it's also okay because I was only nine. I was one. That wouldn't be okay. Holy fuck, you're so young. I'm a baby. Um, <laughs> you have more tattoos than me, too. So... I'm a bad baby. <laughs> so her sister and her boyfriend get axed. Then she's like trying. No, no, they don't get axed. They get like, what's that? What, what is that weapon they're called? Dead. I don't mean that, like by an actual axe. Finish. <laughs> uh, Kaput. Yeah. Cease to exist. <laughs> uh, so then she's trying to find her husband, and it's the old husband hidden in the meat cl- meat refrigerator trick or whatever the fuck you want to call it. The best part about that is that she, like, the, the camera pans across a pig carcass, a human carcass, a pig carcass, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> back to yeah, the, the, back the human carcass. Like, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of it's like, how the there. fuck did you miss that? Oh, man. <laughs> and, like, the, are you, we missing the Children of the Corn South Africa 1950 edition I mean, going on? That's most of the movie, but she the scene where she's, Children of the Sugar Cane, the sorry. The scene where she's Ooh. running through the sugar cane takes forever. <laughs> it's so Yeah, long. I was fast forwarding it and it was still so yeah. hard to watch this movie. Um so she she's saved, quote unquote, by like one of her husband's most trusted uh employees or whatever. And he's basically an he's an indentured slave, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she, she finds him decapitated in the car. Oh man, that was the only good kill. Yeah, in the that's movie. the only. Good- well, you don't even see it, but it, she's like, okay, let's go, and it's your head just like yeah, Bop. just flops right <laughs> off. But then she starts whenever she's nervous, she just keeps going, America, fuck yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she says America to herself whenever she's like stressed out, which same girl. Uh, (laughs) no i have to think of anything but america when i'm stressed out yeah uh so then you've got so okay so she escapes she gets the old woman's house christopher lee shows up slumming it hard and he oh dude i have the exact same thing like he's slumming it so hard in 1991 what the fuck was his like what's he doing in 91 besides this this is right after gremlins 2 he should be on cloud nine (laughs) <laughs> Maybe he was using that Joe Dante money and just saying like "fuck it, I'll do whatever." I, I he got a free trip to Africa, <laughs> but he gives this origin story that is so fucking long and it is so fucking boring. And it's just like, like she's got a gun at him and she's like, "Tell me where that blood came from." And he's like, "Well, it started back in 1409." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also, the thing is, is that when you're watching that scene, all you're seeing is Christopher Lee's terrible bottom teeth. Yeah. You know, like, there's, like, the most British lower teeth, just like, oh, man, let me tell you about, right? Like, I don't, I'm probably still frozen on uh, Skype, but, like, oh, I'm, just, I'm Christopher Lee. And, uh. I'm so glad that you're not frozen on Skype anymore so that everyone can enjoy <laughs> what you're doing right now. Um <laughs> um, do, there's another. Scene. I do have a line. Uh, okay, we had a request. Um, also, Jonathan wants to see Brian vape sensually. <laughs> he already did. He wants to see more of it. It's the eyes. Oh, dude, yeah. Give a little wink. 
<laughs> Dude, I'm pretending that you're that you're vaping that right up my butt. <laughs> oh, and this is menthol too. Nice little breeze butt. Wow, dude, I yeah. could fart back into your mouth and you wouldn't even know it. <laughs> no, he says no, he wants, no, that's because... He said the reason he wants to see it is because he doesn't get it on the audio version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the only difference between this and our regular Saturday mornings is you can see Brian vape, you can't hear him, and you can see me drinking kombucha, although it looks like I'm drinking a beer. It is kombucha in a can. <laughs> I sent Jade a coupon for free sex the other night. She didn't catch it then. <laughs> But, but I tried. That's all that matters. I hate to break it to you. Okay, so I've been married for a close to a decade. Um, I, just a suggestion. I don't think that any woman has ever been like, ooh, a coupon for sex. Well, Not even like, oral. Like, you could be like, here, I will just pleasure you orally for the next two hours. And they'll be like, sure. And they just, like, throw it out. You got to, like – kiss them on the neck and like lick their earlobe and See, talk I just, about like doing the dishes. I just had this conversation with my friend the other week though, because he was complaining about like him being in a relationship and never having sex anymore. And I'm like, it's so fun because you get to be so creepy <laughs> and like so pathetic because you know it's not going to happen yeah. anyway. Okay, so so like, I'm glad that I'm not the only one yeah, that does so that. Like, so why don't like... you bring that booty over <laughs> here and place it on my chin? You know she's not going to. <laughs> It's basically like you get to mad lib all the shit that you wanted to say as a teenager, a horny teenager when you're about to yeah. when you're jerking off like trying to come, you're like, Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say this and this and this. But uh you never do and then and then you're like thirty and you're like, Man, I really wanna like pretend like I wanna eat your butthole, so I'm just gonna say the lewdest shit. Yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. So, back to the movie. Sorry, so, distracted Matt, by John said, by the time she actually does it, though, booyah. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to cash in so much that she's going to look like that guy getting his brain sucked out at the end Starship of Starship Troopers. <laughs> all right. So, they set the sugar cane on fire, which uh, lights up the tribal magician as I The Nyanga. And, uh, and he's laughing as he dies. Well, he's laughing the whole time, which is weird that, like, the ruffle of the bushes is when she's like, there he is, and threw it. Because they're, like, walking around trying to find him, and he's got one leaf covering his face. He's just like, ah! <laughs> He, like, was basically spaghetti, African version. Well, but here's the thing. So, like, they set the, the, the cornfield on fire, the whatever it is. It's a sugar, whatever, sugar field. Um, mm -hmm. And they're all so happy. But, like, I haven't seen that fucking dog since it jumped at that demon, like, 30 minutes ago. And I'm, like, upset. And now we're an hour and 21 minutes into an hour and 28-minute-long movie. And we finally see the only thing that made us want to watch the fucking movie in the first place, which you can see on YouTube. That image of the creature from, from The Curse 3. And Jesus Christ. Like, this movie would be... A, it looks but bad. This movie would be a hundred times yeah. better if there was more of that fucking fish demon in it. I don't know, dude. I don't. Yeah. I want to know who sat in a writing room and said, "What if Gillman was a sea bass?" And they're like, <laughs> "Perfect, let's do it." They were basically like, "We pro." I know for a fact that they just have that rubber suit laying around, and then they built some bullshit story around it, and they're like, "It doesn't have to look good." You're only gonna see its back for two seconds and its face for two seconds, and then we're gonna light that shit on fire. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he gets destroyed. They lit that that latex on fire. They, it's not like they're like, "Oh, we need this for extra takes." They're like, yeah. "One and done." <laughs> we got our we got our fire retardant dude for like two hours. Let's make a count. 
I don't think there's any scenes in this movie that weren't yeah, one and done. I think this whole movie was. You don't think that Christopher Lee was like, guys, I really need to redo my scene. My teeth weren't prominent <laughs> enough. I'm playing Dracula in this, correct? <laughs> <laughs> Upside down. I'm in Africa. This is where Dracula's teeth would be. Upside down. Uh, so the monster who is just slaughtered just nonstop. How is this a this, demon? And it gets killed it gets so fast. It by a doll melting. That's what happened. And that doll's like, yeah. you lied. And then he's like, that's it. <laughs> So it keeps doing. <laughs> because it pulls on your heartstrings, sea creature or human, and Dude, it just showed. If I wanted to see a heartstring sea creature human, we're gonna go to my my you know double feature. Okay. Well, that's Lady that's a good ass uh, that's a good ass segue because I got nothing else to say. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can't believe we made it like twenty minutes into this fucking movie. That's longer than people who wrote yeah. the movie made it. Hey, let's go. Let's go live on YouTube and do the most uninteresting episode. We can Don't make. worry, Dude, we're gonna get a really interesting yeah, episode. The other two out of the things other we one. have to record. We got. A, I got a lot of notes. Uh, I got nothing but love right. for one of them. Nothing all right, but love. So, hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah. And Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Scott, or actually, Brian, you picked this. What's your double feature? Wow. Um, I didn't pick one. Um, so my my double feature would be... Da, 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 da. <laughs> why Why don't you just let right, me do it? Yeah, Scott, you, do you do it. Do I'll one. think of one. I already said it. Humanoids yeah. from the Deep. Uh, I would watch Humanoids... You know, this is what you do. You watch Humanoids from the Deep, and it is completely exploitative and just so wrong on so many levels and i i wonder weekly if i should pick it or not um for the show but you watch that and you're like wow that's yeah. cinema that's cinema right there that is pure excellence i need to go to sleep now <laughs> and you put on the curse three and you don't watch the curse three it's just your double feature <laughs> all right so my double feature is gonna be so here's here's the scenario i invited some people over i said hey when i was at monster mania i bought this movie demon on the back of the cover looks pretty cool so it should be good and then we watch damn it, it vhsps VHS no i bought the actual blu-ray that, of course like, three synapse yeah that's synapse put out uh um, did you spend 32 dollars on that or would you it was 20 it was 20 bucks so that's uh, i regret that purchase dude yeah. that's like so much diet coke that you could have bought yeah anyway <laughs> So, we've sat through it. I said, guys, I'm really, really sorry. But you know what? Christopher Lee was in another sequel to a franchise. I'm letting you. That, I let you have this one. That that also is kind of wacky, but this one's actually fun to watch. So, how about we pop in The Howling 2, Your Sister's a Werewolf? Yeah. Ooh. Brian, yeah. have you still not seen that? Uh, I saw Howling, and then I saw the bad one that we had to watch. Well, Howling uh, we Three of the Marsupials? That wasn't bad. 
That was the bad yeah. one. You oh, you don't know Halloween anything. The freaks. Yeah, you don't know <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> there could be more bad ones, but that was a bad one. No, so, Howling Three is a lot of high, fucking fun, man. Yeah, it's the highest ranked bad one. Yeah, okay. yeah, it goes Howling, Howling Three, Howling Two, and then go to sleep I and ignore the rest. Three. But I am going to kind of piggy piggyback off Scott because his double feature had to do with cinema. So I would be like, we're gonna watch Curse Three, and it's gonna be followed up with. Citizen Kane, because they both begin with C's, <laughs> and that is my um, double feature. <laughs> that, so can we just point out that at this point, I don't know about Scott, but I've watched all four Curse movies, and really this Curse 2 is the only one that's worth the damn. Yeah, we've that's how we found out about Curse 4. You can Curse go three. listen in the back catalog. Yeah, we've learned about three because I mentioned that there was a fourth. <laughs> I, in a previous I have forgotten. But no, dude, yeah, Curse, Curse is shit, but... At least it's gooey. I wouldn't watch it a second time. Curse 2 is just a ride. Listen to our episode on that. You, if you if you turn this off, I hope that you you hope that you made it this far. But um yeah, Curse 2 is so good. It has no right being in this franchise. The fact that this is even quote unquote a franchise is Yeah, this is barely a franchise. This is like the island of misfit toys as far as like movies that no one wanted go. Yeah, it's like house. The house franchise is barely a franchise. Yeah. They're just like, ah, throw it in the throw it in the curse franchise and see how it does. Yeah. But uh, the house so, movies are great. Mm, mm. Dude uh, House and House you, you had, two are great. Well House now, is great. I do love House. Was yeah. was House three what? That was the horror show that we watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then House 4 movie. is the Pizza Man one, right? A beat. Yeah. Uh, you know man. what? Before we close, I'm glad you brought up pizza. Because <laughs> I, got, I got a bone to pick with pizza that I, I didn't realize as an adult. So Jade, me and Jade ordered some pizza last night, and she was in the mood for Sicilian. Why is Sicilian a pizza? It's, it's like you're just ordering a pizza, and you're like, can I have a little too much of everything? Sure, we'll give you a lot of dough. <laughs> Too much sauce and a shitload of cheese, and throw it at you and charge you five dollars extra. It's infuriating. Wait, so Death the Sicilian did, pizza? Did she know this, or is this her first time having Sicilian? She loves Sicilian. She loves it. Maybe she oh, just got to call off that engagement. No, dude. No, no, no. You you hold on to that forever because she sees that Sicilian as you. You're yeah, just a little, a little too, much, too of much of everything. So you you're just a little too you're a little too lovey. You're a little too horny. You're you're a little too tattooed. You know you're you're a little too big. A little too big. Just but you can always big. you can always get a, rid of that extra dough, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I know. I mean, ever since the boob flap, that's been that's what? been my biggest thing. Oh, I thought Were I brought you jogging and you bit. and you had a boob flap. So as we talked previously about me being creepy in my relationship, <laughs> she was getting ready to get in the shower. So I went up and I just hit the bottom of her boob, did a little boob tap, and then she did it to me. And it sounded like a waistband in underwear <laughs> snapping back. I feel like you fucking deserve that, though. Like, who boob slaps their, their fiancé? No, this is a boob slap. I did a... Like a little, you fool. gotta ask permission, dude. I think that's a two way street, though. Like, should I? No, 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 please touch me anytime. Don't yes. ask. Yes, yes, I should ask for permission. Should you ask for permission when you're gonna eat my toaster strudels when I only <laughs> have two left and you eat the last two and then leave the box in the freezer? Wait, who eats two toaster strudels in one sitting? Jade, you need to calm the fuck down. That's how they're made. Look at a toaster. Two slots, <laughs> two strudels. Dude, even when I was a teenager and 
eating way more than I do now. I never ate two toaster strudels. That's just gluttonous. I could eat six. Well, yeah, I know you can eat six. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Brian, if you want to lose weight, don't eat fucking four toaster strudels in a morning. Dude, they come in twos. <laughs> I got I got two hands, so I have two for each hand. Like, exactly. uh. you know what the best part about toaster strudels is? It's the great. It, it, you want to talk about curses? The curse of the toaster strudel is they never give you enough of that frosting on the top. Never. I they give you an, they give you half as much as you well, need. You need to cover that shit. Let me ask you something. Do you rest your Do you rest your uh, little toaster strudel topping? Do you rest it on the toaster while you're cooking your strudels? I mean, I know that's what you're you, supposed to do, but if I you don't. You get a big clump, and then you can't get a lot out. But when you soften that up, you can get that bad. No, dude. What going. you do is look at me. You just go like this in your hands. You pretend it's money, and you just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. you pretend it's a bag of cocaine. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that's the that's the reference you needed. Um. <laughs> so. We still have one more thing that we're supposed to do on this show. Uh, oh, so, talk about oh, things we liked. Oh, 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 yeah. I got so now. What's we, the thing? What's the thing that you watched that you actually liked this week? Okay, I wanna, I wanna pop this off with something, some real, something really, really good. I wanna All just right. totally f- flip the coin and talk about something that I absolutely adored. So Megan's favorite thing to watch is a documentary. She loves documentaries. They're her favorite movie. TV show, whatever. Um, and she picked up or just popped on Bathtubs Over Broadway on Netflix. Okay. So it is one of the writers from the Letterman show. He had no hobbies. And then he realized that he he somehow came across. I missed the first five minutes because Megan watched it in the airport. But I watched the last 120 or uh, hour and 20 minutes. So, I mean, I got the gist of it. But I don't know the impetus of this. But the 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 narrator slash main character of this documentary um, found out about industrial musicals in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and actually are into the early 90s. And they're still doing them, but just not as much as they used to. But it's literally musicals that were for like trade conventions and um, trade shows for like General Electric and and bathtubs and all like all toilets and the weirdest shit. Um, and they he he started collecting these soundtracks and then he started starting getting connected with the people that were in them and there were some people that wrote for ridiculous like they wrote 200 of these and you know they basically were never seen by the public they weren't supposed to be seen by the public they were for just the employees of these large companies between the 50s and 70s mostly and he got in contact with some of them and got you know connected with some of the composers and it is a really really great great documentary it's the best documentary that i've watched in years and megan said it's one of the best she's seen in years too and she's much more of a a a documentary aficionado than i am so i can't recommend it enough it is sweet nerdy as fuck it is weird the guy is kind of a goofball geek um and it's just so charming i highly recommend it to anybody all right. Um, I'm going to recommend something that's currently in theaters uh, at the time that we're recording this. I hope it's still in theaters by the time the episode drops. Um, Ma, which came out, uh, was just good, dumb, fun movie. Uh, definitely worth watching. Was a little let down by Brightburn, if I'm being totally honest. 
but we're trying to focus on positivity, so I don't want to dive in that too much. But I saw both of them the same weekend and definitely walked away feeling like Ma was the one I had way more fun with. Cool. I um I I like this movie. It ha- it has its faults. Um, but I watched even though I was told not to by several people, I watched Arizona last night. Okay. Arizona. With Danny, Never yeah, heard of with it. Danny McBride. Um, is it newish? It's newish. So it's it's a dark comedy. And it's 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 very, very entertaining. The only issue that I would have with it is just the it doesn't really know where what type of movie it is, you know, in a way. Like it almost seems like someone wrote a new age Fargo and then asked Danny McBride to be in it, and he was like, Cool, but here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna bring my friends on board. And then we're going to tweak the script a little bit to make it like Pineapple Express and like, but throughout like 15 minutes of an hour and a half movie, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not 15 minutes straight. It's just like in total, there's like 15 minutes worth of like Pineapple Express type humor. And then like the rest is like Fargo type humor. So it's mixed match, but overall I was very entertained by it the whole time. Nice. Very, yeah. Very. You and your drug culture. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the Curse Three Blood Sacrifice, as picked by Brian. Uh, sort of. It, it sort of. Uh, it was bad. Don't watch it. But next week we're going to be talking about a different sequel that's actually very, very good, despite what people might tell you. Fun fact: they have the exact same low Metascore critic, and I don't understand how that's possible. Metacritic score. Metacritic score. Whatever. Listen, yeah. I'm not good with words. People listen to me don't know that. Um, so, but. For those of you who are watching us live on this stream, um, we're going to take a, a brief pause. And by what I mean by brief pause is we're still going to be live. I'm just going to hit stop on this recording and start on a new recording. And then we're going to talk about something else, which is going to be straight for Patreon. But you know what? People who are listening to this, don't. that means nothing. So that's something maybe... So I'll probably just cut this. But you know what? I probably won't because... You know, you got to pay attention. Well, because you got to pay attention to our social media. You might be going like, what do you mean this stream? But we were talking about on Facebook and Twitter. So pay attention to our social media. HMN podcast. All right. Bye. listening to the Geekscape Network. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.